Hi guys, welcome back to the bubbliest podcast in the world. That is Beer Bubbles, yes so you know. Two weeks ago, me and Rasmus finally got to do a podcast together again. So we went to our friends at Stockholm Brewing Company and spoke to Ollie. Here is the result. Enjoy. Hi guys and welcome to Beer Bubbles. We're sitting here with Ollie from Stockholm Brewing and as always Rasmus is with us or not as always. No. We haven't been in the same podcast for ages. <laughs> no, we work different times all the time, yeah. so it's difficult. But Ollie, welcome to Beer Bubbles. Well, thank you and welcome to Stockholm Brewing. Thank and you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us. Uh, of course. Uh, I mean, I didn't really have much choice. You <laughs> just invited yourself down here, so, you know. You just opened the door and like, we're doing a podcast today. Like, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah sure. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I must say, uh, this is kind of a special day as well. We yeah. choose the right day. Absolutely. Yeah, we're reopening after our little uh, winter break there. So um, uh, tonight we're uh, having amazing empanadas. We've got a beer uh, exclusive with the Who Let the Pigs Out. Who Let the Pigs Out? Oof. Exactly. Right, no, no. Uh, which is a War Pigs uh, collab we did just before Christmas. West Coast IPA is in the house. So and that's uh, what we're drinking yeah, right now. That's what you're drinking right now. Fucking Tell, delicious. T- uh, let's say cheers first. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers. Mm. Mm, lovely. So good. Yeah. Tell us about the label. Because uh, you... you um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's... Uh, well, when we decided to call it Who Let the Pigs Out, which was Michelle's idea, our head brewer, I sent the label to the, to the artist and he came back with this amazing label, which is very pink. And as only... Like a month later, as we were canning the beer, I realized that pigs are pink, and that's why it's <laughs> pink. But I apparently am dumb, so I didn't realize. But uh, beer itself came out super good. It's really bitey, 6.8, Dry centennial, nice. loads of centennial, a little bit of Idaho 7 for a bit of fruit, but yeah, essentially just an absolute banger. So super happy with that. Comes out in Belarget locally in March, I believe. Uh, and uh, yeah, look forward to that one. Hitting the shelves. I always get happy when I see a West Coast IPA come out, and it's actually a West Coast IPA. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of IPAs coming out now, which is, they call it West Coast, and you get a hazy IPA. Yeah. I mean, there is a very famous West Coast IPA in Sweden that's a hazy beer, which is fine, because they're from the West Coast, so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But uh, it's <laughs> but a, like a funny little but nod there. Yeah. If you look, just that, that one is okay, because they're on the West Coast, but the rest, yeah. when it comes out as a... Hazy IPA when you yeah. label it West Coast. I feel yeah, like exactly. that's wrong with the, with the style. So we used uh, an old school yeast. We also used um, not the extra pale malt, but the pale malt from Simpsons, which is, uh, gives a bit more color, a bit more maltiness. So yeah, really happy with the way it came out. Tell us the story about Stockholm Room, because first mm. time I met you guys, mm. you were in... Uh, well, you were downstairs in a garage. Yeah, we were in a basement in Södermalm on Södermalgatan 49, opposite Stockholm Classic. I mean, when I went there first, the wine company I was working for, Wine Trade, a sister company, they had their office there. And I walked in, I was like, shit, we have a brewery as well. So that's <laughs> awesome. And, you know, it, after about a year, I was like, we should have a sign or something so people know we're here. Uh, and they were like, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, you're head of sales now. And I'm like, okay, good. So I became a... A part owner, um, uh, got a small percentage and, um, yeah, a, a salary one day a week for doing that. Uh, and then when I moved over full-time, I, I threw a bit more money in the, in the pot. We moved down to Freeham then. Uh, and, um, yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> and you also have a really nice restaurant. We do have a very nice restaurant. Uh, yeah, uh, so we have Latinos in the kitchen making uh, arepas and patacones, uh, which is uh, Venezuelan, Colombian soul food, I guess you could say. 
although they hate that expression. And special uh, today. And special today is empanadas, which is uh, four different types. Fallow, deer, and wild boar is one. There's a cheesy one, there's a fish one, and there's a black bean uh, one as well. So they are fucking awesome. Can I swear? <laughs> yes. Good. You can. As much as you Fuck want to. You. Your story, how did you end up in this business? I did coffee for 10 years, then I did natural wine for 12 years, uh, and at the same time, as when I moved over to Sweden, uh, yeah, like I said, I was working for wine trade, and we had a brewery. It's like, oh, f- amazing. Uh, so uh, every time I did a wine meeting, I'd take bottles out at the end and say, hey, why not buy some beer too? So I quadrupled the beer sales in a year, and they were like, okay, yeah, you're now, yeah, you're now ahead of that. <laughs> so, um, so that was good. Uh, and so I've just been beverage guy for my whole life, really. I think having a sort of, first of all, starting with coffee and coffee tastings and tasting the difference between the products kind of sharpened my mind towards beverages in general. And, uh, you know, so I kind of hope my, I mean, you know, we, we all like to drink wine and beer and, and stuff like that in here. So I guess we tend towards, our key word is balance. Like we try and make yeah. as, things as balanced as possible. Some might say that we're boring making nine lagers, but for me, each one is different. And we like lagers, so we're going to make, make them and whatever. Saison isn't necessarily the most uh, known style or it's not the most uh, commercial style, but we think it's fucking great, so we're going to make it. Same with Best of Ice, so the Weiss beer. Um, of course, we make hazy stuff as well, but uh, yeah, we, we, like, we seek balance in our beers, drinkability. But you're also very focused on the, the gluten perspective of beer making. Yeah, at the moment, yeah. I mean, um, it, I mean it, it's, it's both a... Uh, I think the beers tend to be a bit crisper, which I like. But also, there's a commercial aspect to it, right? Well, I mean, all the people who, more and more people who look for gluten-free options, if there's nothing good out there, then it's boring. So, like, it's a commercial decision as well, like, making that kind of style. It's definitely on the increase, and it's been a big win for us. And the restaurant is gluten-free. And the restaurant's 100% gluten-free as well with the food, with the, um, the arepas and the patacones. So, uh, that's... Uh, that's naturally gluten-free so we decided to make it thus <laughs> unleash the demon so it's like uh, well everything's based around corn plantains exactly uh, exactly uh, sweet potatoes and stuff like that exactly so it's all gluten-free anyway so why not do it like that so uh, it's it, we always have at least two gluten-free offerings two of our full curls are also gluten-free so yeah why not yeah. us at Accurate just taking in the Organic lager. Yeah, the organic uh, gluten-free lager. Yeah, exactly. lager is, yeah. Is and then the bright light as well. Mm-hmm. And they're really, I mean, we're very much in contact now with the Celiac uh, Foundation uh, and um, all of those kind of uh, people who se- seek that. <laughs> but you're, you're a bit on the offside, you know, uh, when it comes to location. It's not close to no, town. No, 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 sorry, sorry. I've got to put something in there. Huh? They're right where a brewery normally is. Yeah, in yeah. the docks. Oh, yeah. Low-cost area. Yeah, I wish. Um, uh, In a way, yes. Uh, I mean, essentially, we're on the ass of Ostermalm. Or if you look at the map where the Free Hamlin bit juts out, we're at the base of the the old chap. Um, (laughs) Well, you know. uh, So, um, I mean, the funny thing is Swedes are fucking lazy. Because yeah. going from Södermalm to Udenplan is exactly the same distance as going from Södermalm to Free Hamlin. Uh, it's the same length of journey, but because there's nothing else here in a way so far, um, it's uh, people are like, oh, but it's a bit off. And I mean, okay, it's not in the centre of town. It's like a 10-minute walk from <laughs> It's what they said about Mia Carnegie when I started working there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like three minutes by boat from Södermalm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Swedish is a little bit lazy. Uh, also, if this was... Uh, uh, 
Copenhagen or Berlin or London, this place will be full of other cool little businesses. Yeah. And it will, that's the plan, but it hasn't happened yet. Um, they are building sort of uh, a new city down here in Vartahamnen and also uh, next door to the brewery. There's going to be, in the next 10 years, there will be multiple beautiful gleaming high-rise flats down here. Nice. Um, so we just got to cling on by our fingernails and wait for that to happen and we should be fine. Going back to the beers you're making, uh, yeah. you also are quite famous for your sours and yeah. your proper fortifermented, yeah. beautiful uh, Absolutely oak matured stuff yeah yeah we have the only cool ship in sweden as far as i know uh, the only commercial cool ship anyway so spontaneously fermented beers um uh, we try and br- uh, it, it's quite easy in sweden to brew when it's uh, below 11 degrees overnight mm. it's kind of like pretty much all year uh so you know in a way we can uh, we can make as much cool ship stuff as we want uh then we leave it in barrels as per the lambic traditions uh for a year or more Uh, and then we can blend them together normally I mean it's good to do as is but also commercially it's good to do with you know in season fruits and flowers and things like that so we go and pick elderflower we go to Rosendahl's trade ward and get grapes or rhubarb or whatever um, and try and make things that are sort of getting close to being um, acceptable as far as a, a Belgian connoisseur might might think yeah. I remember when you were still at Södermanagatan and I, I was I called Thomas to visit you once and he said oh, sorry we're out picking elderflowers all of us in in Vitabergsparken yeah absolutely I mean generally these days it tends to be me and my kids doing it because um, <laughs> everybody else is too lazy but uh, or too busy brewing beer I mean you know we, we've increased our volume you can't call, a lot, you so. call it lazy come on they're working yeah. their tits off yeah they're working their tits off it's true um, <laughs> I mean t- talking about that I mean we we last year we brewed 275,000 liters uh, if you think about it we've grown and grown and grown uh, we're kind of at capacity now We can't really brew any more with the tanks we've got. So the next the next stage is to, you know, motivate a newer modern brew house, which you can do um, uh, brewing like circularly. At the moment, we have to go mash tun, lautering back into the mash tun, which becomes the kettle. So we can't do like continuous brews. So you need more such. of a three step system exactly. instead of a exactly. two step. Um, so whereas. Uh, And also, we'd need more uh, more tanks. Um, obviously, a separator would help. You'd get 10 or 15 percent more beer out. But then you need bright tanks. So all of those things. But they also cut down fermentation time or for, you know brewing time, and increase the yield and beer quality. So I mean, those are all good investments to make. So it's whether or not we have the uh, little uh, spondulies for that. Or well, not. we've, we've yeah. had a, a kind of a pandemic to fight as well. So. It might not I can't be remember that. No, no I was drunk. <laughs> We're past that now. <laughs> I just drank, drank through that solidly. Um, and of course, at least now there's nothing going on in the world, so everything's fine now. It's super easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no wars, no nothing. No, nothing, nothing at all. No <laughs> price rises. Um, things are splendid. We talked about the kegs from Key Keg just oh, yeah. a few, yeah. about half an hour ago, and prices on everything is going up crazy. Yeah. And, and people are not willing to pay what a beer actually cost to make well yeah funnily enough we've been looking at that today and figuring out our new our new prices and uh our new what we might have to change to and then you have to keep in mind what people are willing to pay so um i mean i don't know anybody in the industry right now who's making lots of cash i mean obviously you've got people like the ogs uh nina's ham Gords. they were so they've been in the game so long they've they paid off everything they're making great beers They've got a huge following in System Belaget, so hats off to them. They're doing great. But I mean, even some of the more illustrious West Coast guys, or, or some of the other ones, 
who've taken you know big loans. I don't think it's super easy out there for anybody um, yeah, to make really money. No. But so that's when 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 some when a guest comes in and complains about the prices, I get kind of pissed off because I'm like, yeah, are you dumb? Yeah, like deaf? Don't you yeah, see the news? Like things going on in the world? Yeah, because there was once uh, when the, the war started, didn't malt go up like fifty percent in prices? It like wasn't. It was, yeah, it wasn't necessarily. It wasn't necessarily that. I mean, like malt prices went up a lot in the last couple of years due yeah. to low low harvests, bad quality. Um, especially we buy a lot of organic, so the prices went up anyway. Um, yeah, forty percent, uh, and it, it doesn't come down again. Um, and then you have the inflation on top of that. So like, yeah, when people start complaining. Yeah, transport. Yeah, transport are yeah. crazy expensive. When people complain. I get kind of defensive with that because like it, yeah. this is a good product and you you get to pay the money but like the breweries need to earn the money as well yeah like, yeah, yeah sure they, they can't put up free beer like and, no. and keep the same prices while their prices go up so you have to follow the chain yeah i and, mean we had a couple of comments in here on the google like oh well you know they're getting a pint of lager for what uh craft lager for uh, 80 crowns or something like that or an ipa for i don't know maybe 90 for a big glass uh, and they're like, and they're, and they're, yeah, it's cheap as shit. Yeah. People are like, oh well, you know, they're a bit cheeky charging that when they could uh, get away, you know, that where where it's it's only got to come from next door. It's like, have you been to some of the other places in town? Yeah, uh, mentioning the names, but like, if you're paying 120, 130 for a 30 centiliter glass, I think we're quite good value. Yeah, and the reason is so. that because we are a bit off. You know, people need to get make the effort to come down here we want them to stay all night drink as many beers as they can responsibly of course um <laughs> and, uh, and have a good time but you're also a showroom for for your brewery which is means that well you charge what you have to charge you don't you're not overcharging people because no. this this is a way of showing off your brewery as well sure uh, but i've i've seen the, as you said not mentioning any names i'm no i know exactly what you're thinking about yeah there is places where it's supposed to be a showroom but they charge an arm and a fucking leg for your beers and they should shouldn't have to yeah a little bit i mean there's obviously some complications around that where they are um what what kind of venue they have which part of town they're in um staffing uh, and i mean hype i guess i mean you know it's i'm not going to talk shit about anybody i mean they're everybody's going to do what they got to do uh it's not easy out there fair play to them if people if they can sell their beer at those kind of prices fair play to them they could do it true we're not we're, we're like we're not a we're not a like a I wouldn't say we're a hype brewery we don't want to be necessarily a hype brewery we want to be like Nina Sam we want to build an audience over time we want to have beer that you we want to have beer that you want to drink it's this is the beer that this is my beer when I go to the pub I'm going to have four pints of that because that's what sells beer and that's what leads to long-term stability you know we, we're organic a lot but we want to grow organically too um, and we, we we're a little bit of a a little bit of a hidden gem still, even after 10 years, where um, one of my favorite rappers, MF Doom, um, he has, there's a phrase, he's your, he's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Like, we're, other breweries appreciate us, and that doesn't pay the bills, but, you know, when you go, when you go to festivals and people are coming along and drinking our lagers and standing there chatting, sh- you know, chat- chatting the shit, it's, it's, it's fun. Uh, it's, it's nice to be, uh, pe- oh, that, that 4% bitter is great, or that 5% stout is amazing. Uh, like, that's that what kind of makes us feel good. I've been looking at breweries that I think do a great job. Obviously, ooh, ooh, they are quite hyped, but they're making very drinkable styles of beer. I've got the hat on right now. Um, uh, the Colonel in London, uh, Brasserie de la Seine in Brussels. You know, these are kind of the beers, the local beers that local people drink. And that's kind of, we're called Stockholm Brewing Company. We should be able to um, have a beer for everybody in Stockholm. You know, that's my aim. And, and you know, great around the place as well, and even internationally. But, like, essentially, we want to be the pub, uh, the pub pint. 
uh, mm. talking about merchandise, you got to show the shirt to the guys. That is uh, one of the best <laughs> Italo pills I've I've had ever. It's like fantastic. Uh, Italo pills, if you don't know what it is, is a dry uh, dry hopped lager, but dry hopped with European uh, yeah, hops. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I, and I explain the back. Obi one, Ollie Bartlett. Number one, Obi Wan. <laughs> so my 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 Instagram name is Obi Wine Kenobi. So I'm like I like uh, yeah because I worked with wine. So yeah, my initials plus one. Uh, I'm and my I have two sons, Oscar and Otis. Shout out to them. They're uh, Obi two and Obi three. Obi two and Obi three. Yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, so that's it. Um, but in terms of, I want to stop you because I mean Italo pills. It's funny you see you see it people at festivals. People have their Italian pilsner and they call it. They call it whatever they call it, like Roma Pills, for example, and underneath it, it says Italo Pills. I'm like, hang on, that's the name of my fucking beer. Like, <laughs> Italo Pills is our beer. Uh, I think at beer festivals, there was a guy in a uh, uh, great Swedish beer festival, and he had um, an Imperial Italo Pills. And, I, I, and I'm like, I was standing in front of him, I was like, what? tell me about that beer. And he goes, uh, yeah, well, you know, I thought it was a bit fun. And I'm like, okay, why is it called Italo Pills? And he goes, oh, you know, it's uh, Italo Pills. And I'm like, that's the name of our beer, man. He goes, okay. Also, it was fucking shit as well. I have to say, it was disgusting. I can't remember the name of the brewery. I, I wouldn't tell anyone to sue, but... Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> I, like, I think even even uh, my, my good buddies at uh, Svartberriets, at their beer festivals, they sometimes they put Italo pills, uh, Roma pills, Italo pills underneath. And I walk along and I smudge it off, and then they put it back up again, and then Sebastian squirts me with a water pistol, and it's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Shout the, out to those guys. They're yeah, fucking awesome. This, yeah, they are. This industry is kind of fun, though. The people in this business, they are crazy as fuck. They're askew, I'd say, in the best kind of way. Yeah, sure, absolutely. I mean, generally speaking, that's kind of the fun thing about this industry. And also, you know, natural wine to a certain extent is that we're all on the same journey. I know that it's not always, um, uh, you know, unicorns and uh, butterflies in the meadow. Like people no, have that's bench warmers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, but uh, it's not. It's not. You know, it's it's like we're pretty collegiate. You know, we help each other out. We have and, I mean, to. Yeah, we yeah, we really absolutely. Have to. I mean, we you we survive otherwise. We appreciate each other. Uh, there's a lot of love out there. Uh, so it's it's nice. If that didn't exist in the beer industry or like the industry we have, I don't think that we will last that long. Like the craft scene wouldn't last at all if the. Like the companionship between the breweries and and the mm. drinkers and the but I must, I must say that in Stockholm it's not been as collegial until maybe a few years back mm. as it was in Gothenburg already from the beginning. Yeah, I mean there is that perception, and we we have that perception as well. Um, uh, I would say that it's uh, looks can be deceiving sometimes, you know. But but either way, we tried. I mean, me and a bunch of the other Stockholm breweries sat down in two thousand. 15, 16, 17, and we came up with the, the Stockholm Brewers United as a proto-guild. I think I'm still the chairman. And uh, we, 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 were gonna, we had grand ambitions about taking it further, um, having various different um, aspects to that, whether political pressure, system belaget, um, working, doing fairs locally and stuff. In the end, it was just so much fucking work for everybody that we were all, you know, when you're two or three people in a brewery or four or one or whatever, it's hard to motivate the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're now much more affiliated with the Sveriges Urban and Debrigadi. It's especially since its revamp um, and the new energy coming into that organisation. It's been really good to join together. Uh, they will have their um, annual meeting is in uh, Stockholm on the 10th of March, uh, and that's going to be locally. And then they're going to have the after party here. 
Brewers only free chaps. Tell me when it is, and I will come and do a, a yeah, yeah, thing you should, about it. You should, yeah. you should, definitely. There's going to be 100, 150 breweries here uh, at the same time. So, but it's, I mean, again, I mean, I, I think the whole, the whole idea about independent breweries it's, it's super important but at the same time you've got to do what you've got to do to survive i mean you know if heineken wanted to invest in in us 20 percent and give us the money to buy a separator and a and a thing i understand that I'm, I'm not saying that's i mean that's not going to happen but you know it, never say never because you well, know you, pe- people are throwing loads of shit at beaver town yeah but well, if i got a shitload of money mm. for 40 percent in my company yeah my pension is done my my kids will live on these money for yeah, the rest yeah. of their lives absolutely I'd, I wouldn't blink well, and now I'd it's say a, yes now right it's a, away now it's 100% so they, bought, 100% they bought the rest right, yeah. yeah so and I mean Logan's probably now uh, if you're listening Logan hi uh, but he's uh, if he's on a beach in the Bahamas fucking fair play you know I mean uh, they, they supply all the beer to my uh, my beloved Tottenham Hotspur as well so mm-hmm. fair play uh, the beer's there better than it was before to put it that way but I'm going to go a different round now because you make alcohol free things as well because we, we do we do which sodas, is very famous yeah. on the Swedish markets yeah we do uh, we did uh, three different Yulmusts we did a classic we did a cherry vanilla and a apelsin vanilla as well so it's a must it, 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 yeah, it's <laughs> a, you must try oh, them the Gothenburg uh, comes from yeah. you know alright yeah Could yeah them. Uh, uh, yeah. why, why do you want to do the alcohol-free stuff? Or is uh, because like Brill that? asked me to. Because <laughs> Brill, uh, Brill & Co., uh, they, asked, uh, they said, uh, make must, we'll buy it all. So I said, okay. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> well, that's a good reason. <laughs> uh, it takes two days. It's very handcrafted. We, we, we laboriously make the cola concentrate. No, we don't. No, you I mean, it, it's, put it, it in. It, you it's fun. It. <laughs> uh, it, it's fun. It's different. It gets us out there more. Uh, it gives us brand, ident- brand recognition in supermarkets. So it's, mm. it's just, why not? As you said, you're a bit of a, um, you guys are a bit of an unsung hero hmm. in in this business because people look at Stockholm Brewing and go like, I can't recognize that name, but hmm. where from? Yeah, and you do some fun. Most of your stuff is fantastic. Yeah, I mean we're 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 a bit. It's it's our fault. I mean we have the name of the capital city, which you know is like when when I uh, when I told my wife, uh, oh, it's Stockholm Brewing, she goes. Oh, that's a dumb name. She's from Stockholm. That's a dumb name. And then she was like, hang on, it's a genius name. Because, I mean, you know, if we can capture the local market, it's the biggest market in Sweden. Plus, then you've got all of the, um, you know, the, the sort of, for example, in Japan, they look at uh, Scandinavian culture and design. They love it. Um, I mean, same in the UK, same in America. You know, they, they kind of fetishize uh, Scandinavian things. So in that way, uh, if we can maximize that opportunity and of course i mean people always say the first thing they say is well they won't fucking buy it in gothenburg will they and i mean <laughs> i think at the beginning that was true however now we've proved over time you know we're friends with all of the brewers down there you proved over time that we have uh, yeah we have collabs we, you know we proved that we have good products and at the end of the day people will overlook that i mean they can't really buy anything like this from a gothenburg brewery right now i mean I think I'm, I'm one of those persons, to be honest, that was hesitant in the beginning. Mm. Uh, maybe that was the way in the beginning when you were in the garage as well. But over the years, I mean, this brewery has grown to be one of the better brewers, I think. And and nowadays, anything I try from you guys, I mean, I'll basically everything I enjoy. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's it's nice to be turned around. <laughs> so uh, I must say that the absolutely, I just ran out of beer, and the first thing all he did was open a new bottle. Yeah, yeah. Class. With a with a snooze dosa, so yeah, the, 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 the Swedish, best, Swedish. Yeah, the best yeah. beer opener in the world. Yeah, you always have it in your pocket. So you, know, you know what, Oli? 
Yeah. I had one too. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Classic. So this next beer is one of the Cellar Series free. beers. Uh, <laughs> is the Cellar Series. Uh, it's called Noble Rot. It's been around a little while. It's um, barrel aged in Tokai barrels. So Hungarian sweet wine barrels. I, uh, this beer is really, really fucking good, I think. It's got that apricotty, vanillary kind of feeling you get I from... I get a lot uh, of Chenin Blanc. Yeah, absolutely. No, Real Chenin. Like, but like a, because actually, the, the owner of this winery is, is Kiral Yudvar in, um, in, in Tokai. It's owned oh. by a guy called uh, Tony Huang, who is a, um, he's a sort of billionaire Filipino media, but American uh, media tycoon. Mm. And he bought Domaine Huet in, uh, in Vouvray. Oh, uh, and then when he, then when he went to Hungary, he went to Tokai and basically bought uh, Kiral Yudvar on his second day in Co- Tokai. Bought the winemaker down from Domaine Huet to uh, to sort of um, collaborate on the winemaking, and now yeah, the wines are super super good. Yeah. So I mean, Chenin and um, uh, and f- ferment have quite a lot of similarities. They're both quite oily. Oh, yeah. um, they're kind of fat in the mouth, but really acidic. Um, so they make amazing sweet wines and amazing uh, uh, dry wines as well. Nice. I'm, I'm from the wine side from the He's beginning before I started working. Studied some years. Yeah, some years from the beginning. So no. when I have a wild fermented beer and you get those wine toasts, especially when you get the Loire part, like the yeah, Beauvais yeah. and Chenin Blanc, totally. I get happy. Yeah, Chenin's <laughs> the, the best white grape. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. For sure. Um, you can stick your burgundy where the sun don't shine. <laughs> Well, I love the burgundy as well. You know so what? I can't afford the burgundy. That's you know what? You know what? About it. it doesn't shine down my mouth, so it's all right. I'll drink it. Well, hey. <laughs> Again, this is looking for balance. That's you know, gorgeous. It's got that. It's, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's sour. It's acidic, it's acidic, but it's got that amazing fruit stuff as well. You know what? Fuck this, me. this has got. This has got exactly what I'm talking about when I'm talking about sour beers. The sourness is there, integrated in the flavor, not mm. as to be a sour. It's, yeah. it's just it's a part of the flavor of the beer, not just yeah. uh, added on with like with lots of modern lactose and stuff. No, no, we no. have like you got flavors, mm. and then you got a hint it's, of sour. It's sour. Yeah. No, it's sour. It, it could be extremely sour. Yeah, but it, it's not integrated in the flavor. No. This is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's very very weird. The palate afterwards is, it keeps keeps giving keeps going yeah. for a long time. Super long. It's yeah, almost, almost saffrony. Yeah, very saffrony. Uh, it, it's quite. It's got a salty, nice salty finish as well, mm. which we think comes from the water being as it quite mineral. And then when when it evaporates with both brewing and also the aging, uh, it leaves the minerals, uh, which gives a real length to the. And also, you have that like fattiness, or so to speak, in laying around like a layer. In top of the as yeah, well, yeah, yeah totally. That no, is fucking delicious. It, it is. It, it, it's um, yeah. We we actually re- did a release. I'm going to um, pour myself. Some we more. did a release, and then we uh, there were still some bottles left. So it's now <laughs> in um, it's now in System Belaga in TSLS. So ten oh. stores locally have this on the shelf. Uh, I'm going to buy a bottle or two or three. You should. You should. That was delicious. Yeah, it's great. I need to take a picture of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do it. No, it's been shaking about shit. a bit. So Obviously, we it's got called like Noble Rot. Uh, Noble Rot is the common name for Botrytis, which is the mm. wine mold that affects grapes. And, uh, yeah. For Sultan so, wines. And, and for Sultan and, 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 and Tokai. Tokai. And, and, yeah, exactly. Etc. Oh, wow. that's gorgeous. Yeah, it really is. Hey, uh, just that one was worth taking a taxi here. Oh, mm, fantastic <laughs> beer. No, no it, uh, amazing beer uh, that is gorgeous mm-hmm. we've got to buy some for the restaurant as well yeah, yeah, yeah. we should you should yeah. indeed there yeah, is yeah. that would probably age quite well oh yeah absolutely I mean it's already we bottled it what two years ago now so it's something I wanted to, to bring up as well because I've seen in our basement we have the Nene yeah 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 Nene on Magnum bottle and also 75 liters, I think and then N- we have Nene cherry Nene cherry 
It's oh, a cherry old brune. Oh, God. Artists. Nedward. <laughs> Nedward Flanders. Oh, God. No. <laughs> it used to be called Stupid Sexy Flanders, and then uh, Nogne did a beer called exactly that. We're like, fuckers. <laughs> so we changed it to Nedward. So those beers are, yeah, these, these beers age and age and age. And we, we only p- don't put 20 years on them because we're a bit worried about the capsule. The, we don't have a yeah. uh, corking cage. So we only put four or five years on them. And then afterwards, it's like sometimes they go past the date and you're like, but the beer's, you know, amazing. So it's one of those things where you have to... Are you thinking about doing corks or you just can't do capsules? I mean, uh, I could charge another, what, 10 crowns a bottle? Yeah, because your hand, uh, as we saw in there, all the... Cellar series stuff all is hand All the series yeah. stuff is hand... Yeah. Six at a time, one Six cap at, at a time. T- yeah. Yeah, 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 that takes forever. So <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's about a day and a half. It's a handcrafted all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would like to see more of your your di- like your wild fermented yeah. cider series stuff huh? on the on the winter slice well, because yeah. we'll this, this is fucking we'll amazing. This because this is basically the sign of what the it's, cellar series it's is. It's the key to the cellar. If you see this, this is the key to the cellar, and this is what you want. And of course, Akarat has its own exclusive beer called Key to the Cellar. Yes, there's been a, the odd keg here and there at festivals and stuff as well, and the odd pub here and there. Well, but we ma- had it all summer. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. There's a there's a there's a few more. You're going to have it all this summer as well. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic! Yeah, that was a nice one, and yeah. that sold like crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, that Fantastic. sold like crazy. Huh? Uh, we 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 uh, we we made a few. So uh, Anders was like, "Yeah, make 50 I'm like, yeah, "Cool, I've got a couple left." So good. We uh, actually had two sours as summer specials. Yeah, with uh, Breckery Eat as yeah. well. Right? With Breckery Eat as yeah. well was, was fantastic. And so that's called uh, in, in 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 Norwegian. That's called Akrat Blend. Oh, mm. precis plan. Yeah. <laughs> precis plan. Yeah. Yeah. Precis no, but it, it's it's kind of awesome to be able to do that yeah. in a place in Stockholm, and people come and they really buy it. Yeah, of course. I mean, the the I mean, Akarat is one of the beer temples of the world. So um, you know, it's it's uh, definitely one of my top two places to drink beer. Thank you. <laughs> Besides your own brewery. <laughs> well. <laughs> My my own place excluded. Um, <laughs> there is a different place which we shall not talk I know, about. I know what, which one. Uh, How much time have you left? Or what are we? Well, are we he now? said, "I've got an hour," and, and this was yeah. an hour and a half ago. Okay. So. Yeah. But I mean, my kids can go hungry for a bit longer. It's <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to say about your brewery? Deliver to our listeners. I guess what I would say is just um, like. With Stockholm being such a big international city in a way, even though it feels like a village after London, is that um, I'd like to see more pride uh, and more local connection. Um, not just us, but obviously, you know, PKLK, Unibersham, uh, Hot Notch. Uh, I'm going to forget loads of people. Ke- Ivan Keen, um, the Kiwis at Northern Exposure. There's a really lot of good stuff. And, you know, it's nice if people... Um, can uh, pang pang can show some kind of loyalty to the local breweries and help them help us survive because it's tough out there right now so i think that uh, i mean in terms of our brewery we're going to try and do some cool stuff this year we have taproom thursdays every thursday uh, and open thursday friday saturday so come on down to the docks it's not that far the number 76 stops outside from sort the number one stops across the road uh, so you can get here and we'll take good care of you um, uh, what more? Look, yeah, look out for all the new releases coming up. We got the Who Let the Pigs Out. We got the uh, the Saison Sauvage, which is a like a Bretty Saison that's coming out soon, um, and a new New England as well. So yeah, there's lots of good stuff coming up. We do music events quite a lot as well. We might do a, a street food festival in June. More to follow because this year Stockholm is the European capital city of gastronomy, uh, and um, I'm involved in that. We're going to try and make lots of fun events for you guys to come and have some fun with so yeah 
Should you ask the last and final question? Yeah. I'm very sorry for your kids. Yeah. No, it's fine. Because you're going to die right now. Okay. By my or Cece's hands. No. Okay. No. But you're dying right now. What's the last thing you're going to drink? Beer, of course. And you can have anything you want. The last beer I'm going to drink. Oh, my God. Okay, That's I'm kind need, of a hard question. I'm going to need. Yeah. I'm going to need a, a, a minute. Um, we'll take a sip while you think. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, cheers. 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 This is fucking delicious. Yeah, it is good. Uh, that stuff. Um, well, it's going to be a lager. Uh, which one? I mean, I'm, I could say teapot pills, but then again, hmm. Ah, oh, damn it! It's a tough one. Ah, oh, Schwarzbier. Ah, oh, maybe I'm not sure. Okay. Let's go gun to the head. We're going to go for... Actually, you know what? I'm going to go for the Piwovar Vinradski number 11. Uh, that's a fucking great beer. <laughs> it's like mother's milk. It's so delicious. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go for that one. Check, check, uh, check Pilsner. Thank you very much, Ollie. It's right. been an absolute pleasure. And, and cool. if you haven't been down here uh, Which uh, you at hadn't. the tap room... I hadn't. Me neither. Uh, I'm terribly sorry. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be back again. I tell you, uh, definitely. This is fantastic. It's a good uh, place. And uh, whatever you do, guys, drink, drink better, better beer. beer. Cheers. Let's <laughs> do it all together. One, all right, two, Let's three. Drink better beer from Stockholm Brewing Company. <laughs> Well, that's it for this time. Don't forget to check out our Patreon at linktree slash beerbubbles. That is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash beerbubbles. And thanks to our sponsors, Bishop Arms, Elite Hotels, and Accurat. And you know, guys, whatever you do, drink better beer. Ha 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 ha!